It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, yo? Welcome to the Locked On Yankees podcast, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Stacey Gotsoulias, and I'm the host of Locked On Yankees. You can find us on Twitter at Locked On Yankees, all one word, or you can find me at my personal account, Stace Gotts. Feel free to tweet questions or comments to either account. If you're a new listener, hello and welcome. If you're a returning listener, welcome back. I hope you all enjoy today's episode. We have more fallout from the Astros cheating scandal because, of course, we do. The Astros held a press conference this morning, and let's just say it didn't go very well. So we have Yankees' reactions to that. We also have a quote from David Robertson from yesterday about 2017, which is a pretty interesting quote to hear, so I'll have that for you and more. But first, you can get Locked On Yankees and all other Locked On podcasts straight to your phone in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Himalaya, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever else you get your podcasts. And when you get into your car, you can tell your smart device to play podcast Locked on Yankees. So I'm hoping that this is the last episode that I will be talking about this nonsense, at least until the season starts and Astros players get beaned, well not beaned, just hit by pitches, probably in their butts and their hips. I don't see, as I said yesterday, I don't see anyone going after anyone's head. But let's just say that this morning's press conference did not go well for the Astros, specifically owner Jim Crane, who claims that, yes, they cheated, but no, it didn't help them win the World Series in 2017. Liar! 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 Here's what Aaron Boone said about Jim Crane's comments. Look, I mean, I think that's, that's, that's quite a stretch, I think, um, you know, clearly on what level did it impact things? You know, I guess we'll never know, and then that's for people to draw their own conclusions on. But I think clearly when we're talking about some of the things that, that went on, those those things have an effect on, on, on games, clearly. I knew that the press conference was going to be bad because in past instances, whenever the Astros have had to come out and explain something that bad that's happened, with their organization or with a player, it never comes out right. I don't know. I don't understand how this PR team keeps getting things wrong. As I told you guys yesterday, Crane was meeting with the entire team, the full roster. No one was allowed in. They didn't even allow media into the parking lot. They had security blocking it off. So they spent yesterday, I guess, coaching them on what they should say. And it was a disaster. No one thinks it went well. People are writing articles left and right about how awful it was, how they're not contrite. The one guy that came out, and I'll give him credit for this, is Carlos Correa. He came out and said that, yes, we were probably helped by the cheating. It was was a wrong thing to do. Justin Verlander, normally a big mouth when other people get in trouble, was awfully quiet today and had BS excuses for what the Astros did, of course. Here's one Verlander quote. Once I spent time and understood what was happening, I wish I had said more. 
I can't go back and reverse my decision. I wish I had said more, and I didn't. Then a reporter said, what did you say? And Verlander said, that's between myself and my teammates. Unbelievable. But not really. I'm going to read another quote from Jim Crane, just to illustrate how much of an S show this press conference was. Quote, The leaders enabled, condoned, and did not stop actions that happened. I agree that our players should not be punished. This is a great group of guys who did not receive proper guidance from their leaders. Proper guidance? These guys have to be told that, oh, this is wrong, you shouldn't be doing it. Hello? I already mentioned Carlos Correa. I'm going to mention him again. He said that it was BS, that anonymous report was BS, that Carlos Beltran intimidated young players and that they were not allowed to speak up. I guess that means they just didn't speak up. Here's what Alex Bregman said. I am really sorry about the choices that were made by my team, by the organization, and by me. I've learned from this, and I hope to regain the trust of baseball fans. Really? That's the best that they could come up with? Come on. I mentioned at the top that David Robertson spoke about this. As you recall, he was on the 2017 team, and as you recall, he was doing very well in the playoffs and then suddenly got roughed up in Game 6 in Houston. This is what he said. I got roughed up in Game 6, and I felt like in that game I threw as well as I've ever thrown in my entire life. I had pitches that got hit that I was a little shocked by, and some pitches that didn't get swung at that I was a little shocked by. At the time, I wasn't thinking about what we know now, but it all comes together now, and you know, I'm upset about it. That's for sure. I'm never going to get 2017 back. I can't say moving forward that I'll never get to pitch in an LCS again, but I'll never get that season back with that group of guys and that opportunity to win the World Series. Like I said, I'm still upset about it, and I don't want to say something I'm going to regret, but I'm definitely not happy about it. Jose Altuve said, The whole organization feels bad about what happened in 2017. Okay. The organization obviously really doesn't feel bad about what happened in 2017 because they continued it into 2018. They feel bad that they got caught. That's the difference. It's not that they were like, oh, we feel so bad about what we did. No, they don't. It helped them win a World Series. They just feel bad that everyone found out about it. Remember, to get this show every day, subscribe in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Himalaya, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever else you get your podcasts. And when you get into your car, you can tell your smart device to play podcast, Locked on Yankees. Garrett Cole threw a 25-pitch bullpen session this morning, tossing fastballs and change-ups to Gary Sanchez. He also participated in fielding drills with the rest of the Yankee pitchers. On Thursday, and after his bullpen session, Cole spoke with about a half a dozen coaches and staff members in what was described as an animated inside baseball discussion about his intent with different pitches, preferences with catchers, and more. This is according to Brian Hoke of MLB.com. Quote, All of us should be communicating, talking about what we're feeling, what we're reading. That's just the way the game is structured. You're facing the same team three or four different days in a row and then in a couple weeks. So any information or any ideas that you can get from your teammates helps you have more success. Speaking about the sign stealing scandal, because we can't escape it. Cole said that he addressed it previously when he first signed his contract. He said his feelings haven't changed much. Quote, there's nobody getting a win out of this. It doesn't look very good. And I guess I'm fortunate to be able to be here and move past it 
and I guess to experience all the great things about coming to a new team. He believes his teammates, who say they weren't utilizing electronic devices during the 2019 season. I still think that that whole conspiracy theory is one of the funniest things I've ever heard in my life. Could you imagine if it was found out that Astros players were wearing buzzers? I mean, (laughs) that would have been one of the funniest things ever. Cole also said that he's open to discussing the situation on the Astros with his new teammates. He said, but the topic has not yet surfaced. He said, these are my teammates, so there will be many conversations along the way. If that happens to be one of them, then I will just give them an honest answer, which is I had no idea of any of it going on. I didn't see any of it, so I certainly don't think I have much to apologize for. Aaron Boone said about Cole that he is the anchor of the pitching staff and that Cole plans to be the teammate who leads by example. He also has pre-existing relationships with Jay Happ and James Paxton, and he's looking forward to building relationships with the rest of the squad. I'm all for Cole being close with Jay Happ. If he can help him pitch better this season, that would be a great thing for the Yankees. I mentioned James Paxton. He showed up. Obviously, he can't do much because he just had back surgery, but he was up and walking, so that's always a good thing. He also had a bit of a porn stash on his face, which I kind of liked and hope he keeps, but we'll see. Remember when the Yankees were all trying to grow mustaches at the same time? Mark Teixeira, Brett Gardner, what was his name? Brendan Ryan. Remember when he was on the team? (laughs) Those lean years. Anyway, I kind of want the 2020 Yankees to do some sort of team bonding thing. I know that that started with Joe Girardi and that they still do it. So I'm interested to see what event they're going to do during spring training when the full roster shows up. I know they did karaoke one year. They did sketch comedy another year. One year they just went out and played pool. Back to Paxton. He said that May or June is the target for coming back. He said that he can start throwing again in four to six weeks and He's shooting for May, even though May or June is the target for him to come back. Paxton said that doctors didn't know there was a cyst, but he pitched through it anyway during the 2019 postseason. It was in November when Paxton began feeling pain down his left leg, which they treated with injections, like I told you the other day. But it wasn't until January that doctors finally figured out that it was a cyst that was ailing him, which is why the surgery didn't happen until late. They thought it could be treated with injections, and then they realized that surgery was needed. Paxton says he wishes he had the surgery in October, but no one knew what was wrong with him, and it took until an MRI with a dye injection happened that they found the cyst. I have one more thing to say about the Astros. I am disappointed that the Yankees don't play them until May in Houston, and then not until the end of the season in Yankee Stadium, because I wanted to see how Yankee fans would respond to the team showing up. I don't think that the late date will affect anything. I think Yankee fans will be raining boos down upon them, vociferously and vituperatively, which should be funny. And I actually will probably buy a ticket to at least one of those games that series just to see what's going on. I'm not a booer by nature. I think it's funny when people boo, and I laugh when everyone else does it, but this series may change my mind depending on how the season goes. 
so it's possible I may join in. We shall see. One more thing before I go. It came out today that David Cohn will not be replacing Jessica Mendoza in the Sunday Night Baseball booth for ESPN. And while part of me is happy about that, because that means he will remain on Yes, another part of me is disappointed because I want the rest of the country to see how good Cohn is during baseball games. Not a lot of people have experienced it, and I think everyone should because he's really fantastic. But again, no cone on ESPN means more cone on yes. So that's it for this episode of Locked On Yankees, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'd like to remind you that you can subscribe to the show in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Himalaya, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever else you get your podcasts. And when you get into your car, you can tell your smart device to play podcast Locked On Yankees. One more thing, if you could be so kind, please rate the podcast and spread the word about this podcast to your fellow Yankee fans. We would really appreciate it. Enjoy your Thursday evening, and I will talk to you all tomorrow. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 